Today, on this first official Sunday of summer, let's continue our summer series, Summer Wise, Summer Not, by looking at a problem that probably all of us can identify with to one degree or another or in one way or another. Have you ever, maybe there's something currently in your life that you've been putting off, something that you, it's been on your to-do list uh, it's, it's, it's been on your to-do list like day after day, week after week, and month after month. And I, I admit that I sometimes have this problem, and perhaps you could admit you sometimes have this problem. What problem are we talking about? Procrastination. Can anybody identify with procrastination? Think about that. What's there, is there something that you're procrastinating relating to your health? Diet or exercise? Perhaps you're procrastinating on something relating to your job or your career, or your finances, maybe savings or getting out of debt. Perhaps there's something you're procrastinating on relating to relationships. Relationships with a friend, relationships with your family members, relationship, relationships with coworkers. Perhaps you're, you're procrastinating on something relating to your spiritual life like praying, reading the Bible, getting started with the book of Proverbs. As we're at now at June 25th, we're going to read through the book of Proverbs this summer or read through it three times. It's still time to catch up, but maybe you're procrastinating on reading uh, Scripture or procrastinating on serving in the church, finding a small group in the church, or procrastinating on Forgiving someone. Procrastination. We can all relate in one way or another to one degree or another. Do you know that there is a Procrastinators Club of America? There's a Procrastinators Club of America. It was started in 1956 in Philadelphia, and in 1966, they held an anti war demonstration against the War of 1812. That's right. They carried signs around and said, procrastinators protest the War of 1812. And the Procrastinators Club motto is, we're behind you all the way. And their number one commandment is, don't put off procrastination. <laughs> well, procrastination. As we continue in this Summer series, summer wise, summer not, uh, study of the book of Proverbs, highlighting various Proverbs. Do you know there is a proverb that relates to procrastination? There's a proverb that talks about procrastination. King Solomon, who wrote much of the book of Proverbs, talks about that. And so let, let's, let me read it in Proverbs chapter 6, beginning in verse 6. This is what Pro Proverbs says. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider its ways and be wise. It has no commander, no overseer or ruler, yet it stores its provisions in summer and gathers its food at harvest. How long will you lie there, you sluggard? When will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep? A little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, 
and poverty will come on you like a thief, and scarcity like an armed man. Proverbs is a, a, a group of wise sayings meant to govern our lives. The book of Proverbs is a collection of wise sayings meant to govern our lives. The purpose of the book of Proverbs is to, is to get practical advice and wisdom applicable to daily life. So what, how, how does this proverb, what, how is this proverb meant to govern our lives? What is the practical application from this godly advice and godly wisdom that I just read from Proverbs chapter 6? Well, Solomon says, it speaks to the sluggard. Don't be a sluggard. Don't be lazy. Uh, Don't procrastinate. Don't keep putting things off. Rise up. Take the initiative. Do something. Solomon says, Take a trip to the anthill and learn a lesson from the anthill. Learn a lesson from the ant. An ant can tell us how to overcome procrastination. Did you know that? An ant can teach us how to overcome procrastination. However, before we get prescriptive, let's ask ourselves the question, why? Why do we procrastinate? It oftentimes is healthy to get the why behind the what. The what is we're procrastinating, we're putting something off, but what is the why behind the what? So why do we procrastinate? Well, one, think about something that maybe you're procrastinating on right now. Maybe it is uh, uh, health-wise, physically, maybe it is financially, maybe it is with a job or a career, maybe it is in a relationship, maybe it is with a church, you know, maybe it is serving, maybe it is forgiving someone, so why? One reason why we procrastinate is indecision. Indecision. We uh, 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 measure all the, the forces and the factors, and we have a hard time making a decision. Many times we have a strong case of paralysis from analysis. Paralysis from analysis. We analyze and overanalyze and analyze some more, and pretty soon we're paralyzed. We don't move forward. We just keep putting things off. We're paralyzed. Is that is that you this morning? Some people have the philosophy of um, ready, aim, aim. Aim, aim, and there's no fire. Uh, Indecision, indecision. Another reason why we uh, procrastinate or put something off is fear. Fear, kind of a cousin to uh, indecision. Fear. We uh, put things off because we're afraid of what might happen. We're afraid of the reaction to our action. We might be afraid of what other people think, afraid of what other people might say, afraid that we might fail if we take action, if we step out, if we take the initiative. And so fear uh, might create in us procrastination. And so because of fear, we, we, we don't make that phone call. We, we might fail. We don't know the person's, other person's reaction. We don't confront that person at work. Because of fear, we don't 
go to the doctor because of what the doctor might say or what the doctor might find. And so we procrastinate. We put it off. So we put off things because of indecision, fear. What's another reason why we procrastinate? We're, we're, we look for the right time. We look for the exact right time. We want to have everything perfectly lined up. We want it to be the right time, the right moment, the right opportunity before we will act. And so we procrastinate. But it says Solomon, the same author of many of the Proverbs, also wrote the book of Ecclesiastes, Proverbs. uh, Solomon says, if you wait for the perfect conditions, you'll never get anything done. If you wait for perfect conditions, you will never get anything done. And then lastly, we're talking about why behind the what, why do we procrastinate? Why do we put things off in those various areas of our life that I already have identified? The last thing is sheer laziness. Sheer laziness. Um, Solomon is talking here in Proverbs chapter 6 to the sluggards to the lazy ones and says, don't be like a sluggard. Don't, don't be like a lazy, lazy bones. But take the initiative. Take action. Get going. So think about it this morning. We can all identify with the problem of procrastination. Is that a, a safe assumption? Whether in big ways or small ways. Why, why do you procrastinate? Is there some indecision on your part? Fear? Needing the right, perfect time? Sheer laziness? So consider the why. Oftentimes, <clears throat> oftentimes the first step in dealing with a problem is to know what's behind the problem, is to get to the root of the problem. All right, having considered the why, now let's become a little bit more prescriptive to the what. A little bit more prescriptive and, 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 and learn a lesson from the anthill, take a trip to the anthill and find how to overcome procrastination. Number one, no need for external prompting. The ant has no need for external prompting. What do I mean by that? Let me, let me read Proverbs 6, 6 through 8 one more time. Previously, I read from the New International Version. Here's the New Living Translation. Take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bones. Learn from their ways and become wise. Jesus oftentimes in his teaching took something from everyday life, whether it was agriculture or, 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 the, or the marketplace, and he would put spiritual truth and application to it. That's what Solomon is doing here with the, with the ant. Though they have no prince no gov- or governor or ruler to make them work, they, these ants, labor hard all summer, gathering food for the winter. The ant, it says here, has no prince, no governor, no officer, no ruler, no owner telling the ant what to do. No one is prodding the ant. No one is pleading with the ant. No one is motivating the ant. The ant takes the initiative on its own. 
The ant is, is a self-motivated little bugger. <laughs> a self-motivated little creature. The ant is kind of the consummate self-starter. And so Solomon is saying here in this proverb, be like an ant. Don't depend on the prodding, the pleading, the, the motivating, the nagging of any external prompt, any external force. Don't, don't depend on or rely uh, on the external promptings of your boss, the external promptings of your spouse, the external promptings of your kids, external promptings of your coworker. But be like an ant, be a consummate self-starter. Be self-motivated, needing no external prompts to take action, to stop procrastinating and get going. Take the initiative. An unknown poet wrote this about the problem of procrastination. I spent a fortune on a trampoline, a stationary bike, and a rowing machine, complete with gadgets to read my pulse and gadgets to prove my progress results and others to show the miles I've charted, but they left off the gadget to get me started. <laughs> so... Are you relying on external prompts, external plod prodding and pleading to get you started, to get motivated, to get going and stop procrastinating? Take a lesson from the anthill. Take a lesson from the ant and get going. It's kind of like the Nike slogan, just do it. But add one word this morning. Just do it now. Just do it now. Whatever you're putting off, whatever you're procrastinating on, whatever, whatever you put in the back burner, whatever's been on your to-do list for a day, a week, a month, a year, just do it now. Not next year. Not next month. Not next week. Not tomorrow. Today. Just do it now. Someone once said the most dangerous word in the Bible is tomorrow. God only has one word on his calendar, today. That's all you and I have, is today. And so, we take the initiative. We take action. We do it now. And then to overcome procrastination, we not only uh, not, need not rely on external prompts or promptings, but we, we, it's important for us to master our moods. Master your moods. What kind of a mood does an ant have? I think an ant's just like this, because it just walks like that. So the ant has like an even keel level mood. Right? You know, when I've been reading these scripture verses and working on a sermon, I kind of have some fun with imaging ants and what they do and a pile of ants and, and how sometimes you try to spray up ant hill because you don't want those ants getting in your house, you know, step on them. But, but ants are just uh, are even keeled and consistent. They don't need external promptings. They just, they just do, their, do their thing. And so think about if, 
if we only do something when we feel like doing something, will anything ever get done? If you wait till you feel like doing something to do something, you'll miss out a lot on life. I mean, think of it like this. If, you, if we only love when we feel like loving, if we only forgive when we feel like forgiving, if we only serve when we feel like serving, if we only get healthy and diet and exercise when we feel like getting healthy, exercise and diet, if we, if we only uh, go to church when we feel like going to church, if we only go to work when we feel like going to work, <laughs> then, then we're going to miss out on a lot of life. We're going to miss out on a lot of blessings and benefit. So it's important to manage our moods. I mean, the majority of work that gets accomplished in the world is done by people who don't feel like doing what they're doing. If we let our feelings and our moods dictate our actions, we will miss out on a lot in life and a lot that God has for us. We won't always feel like praying. We won't always feel like reading the Bible. We won't always feel like loving our family members. We won't always feel like serving, going to church, going to work. You get the point, right? But we do it. Uh, Proverbs 6, 8, one more time, talks about the ant. Yet the ant stores its provision in summer even though it has no commander, no overseer, no ruler, no boss, it stores its provision in summer and gathers its food at harvest. Think of, think of that ant. There are a lot of things that ant would like to do in the summer besides gather food for the winter. I mean, an ant would probably like to go to the beach. Ant would probably like to, in the summer, go swimming, go biking, go golfing, right? Hey, they would like to do that. But the ant knows the winter's coming. So the ant gathers for the winter. The ant knows that the ant needs to do today so it can enjoy tomorrow. The same with us. Do today so we can enjoy tomorrow. Too many times we ask ourselves, what do I really feel like doing? And, and, and the right question is, how will I feel after I do it? How will I feel after it's done? Visioning that. So today, one more time, let me ask you the question, where are you procrastinating? It's probably something different for all of us here. Today, where are you procrastinating? What are you putting off? Uh, it might relate to your health, diet, exercise. It might relate to your job, your career. What are you putting off? It might relate to your finances, your savings, or getting out of debt. It might relate to your relationships. You're procrastinating on relationships with your kids or your friends or your, your spouse or your parents. What are you procrastinating on as it relates to your spiritual life? What are you procrastinating on in your spiritual life? Praying, reading the Bible, serving, forgiving someone. Maybe procrastinating on becoming a Christian. 
you know, putting, you've been putting off that decision. And, and, and maybe you've been procrastinating and putting your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for your salvation. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, Paul says, today is the day of salvation. The most dangerous word in the Bible is tomorrow. Paul says, today is the day of salvation. In Hebrews chapter 3, verse 13, it says, you must warn each other every day while it is still today so that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardened against God. Warn each other every day while it is still today so your heart doesn't become hardened and deceived. Augustine, one of the early church fathers, said, God has promised forgiveness to your repentance, but he has not promised tomorrow to your procrastination. God has promised forgiveness to your repentance, but God has not promised tomorrow to your procrastination. So don't procrastinate on the most important eternal decision you could ever make. Some are wise. Some are not. Be wise. As you think about areas of your life today that you're procrastinating on, whether it is your spiritual life, your physical life, your job, your career, your relationships, your, your finances, uh, take a trip to the anthill. Learn a lesson from the ant and stop procrastinating. Let's pray. Lord, we all have some confession to make this morning. And so we want to confess that we have, we have procrastinated. We've put some things off. And we've ignored some things. We've uh, procrastinated. And so we confess that. We admit that. And I pray that you would help each one of us, including myself, that when those things come to mind, to, uh, to turn around, to repent. Help us not to need external prompts or external promptings in order to put off, in order to stop procrastinating, but only the prompting of your Holy Spirit as we think of areas of our life today that need to change. Now, we need to take the initiative. We need to get going, and we need to do it now, not wait another day in our relationship with you, our family members, in relationship to our work, our own body, all of our relationships and all of life. Help us, Lord, to hear your prompting and to have the courage and strength to act. In Jesus' precious name, amen.